Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast live show. I'm back at it with my boy Max. How you doing? Doing good, man. Excited to talk about some football. I mean, are you going to just ignore the elephant in the room? Look at you. You didn't even put the pickums on there. The record was <laughs> in the notes. You didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you a deal, bro. Next week, I'll do the graphic right. First of all, second of all, I'll put the record and I'll put a big old fucking sign that says winner right there on your forehead. Winner, because you won it. It's done. It's over. Well, you're up by what? Three three games? I'm up by three. So you'd have to go opposite of me every game to tie. And I'll have to tie. Yeah. So you're calling it in? I'm calling it in. I'm calling it in. Damn. All right. I, I look. I got, I got too much integrity. I got too much integrity. I'm not gonna do it for the sake of the pickums. I'm not gonna pick a team that I don't believe in. Who the fuck am I to pick the fucking Chiefs? Fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, That's how dude, we started off today. <laughs> I just want to say after that, that was the most impressive showing. Zero and four and one and three. A total of one and seven picking the games. Jesus Christ, that's bad. Yeah, we're both bad. We're both bad. Really bad last week. Hey, <laughs> I think everyone was bad last week though. All right, all the underdogs seemed to win. It was amazing, dude. Um. Check that out. We talked all about it on our recap. Uh, today, though, second to last Pick'em episode, bro. Can you believe it? That was what NBA Pick'ems. Every day nine, we're going to have a Pick'em show. 19 weeks in? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel kind of <laughs> sad, dude, because this is like one of my favorite parts of our show. I know we don't do a yeah. whole lot, but this is like definitely the Pick'ems is like nice. You get bragging rights. No. Pretty sure you won last year, so I'm taking my crown back because I play with my food. Oh, so you admitting that you lost last year? I night. don't remember. I mean, I could go look real quick. I mean, it's not like it's a big deal. But I've, I I not... came back in the playoffs. Y'all asked they want to you you didn't want to count the playoffs when it most mattered. That's what happened. Mistakes were made. I'll just put it like that, probably. <laughs> look, I know, I know, you know what we've been slacking on, bro. What? We've been we've been slacking on soul pick of the week. We've been dodging that. I mean, dude, it's too hard. That. We would have lost our souls last week, man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I definitely would have. But <laughs> um, are we gonna do something like a punishment for me or what? Because I lost. No, 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 no. Just, just bragging rights. Just brag. That's it. What do you want to do? Want to get a tattoo? Man. Fuck no. How'd you go from nothing to a tattoo? Because you're ass one and you like punishment. You're a sick type of guy. So basically, we only have two games to pick this week, right? (laughs) Yeah. Before we get into it, can I just say, um, it's been two years since Kobe, bro. It's kind of crazy to think about. And look, you stole the words out of my mouth, man. I got a graphic ready for him, even though I didn't get a record graphic. Yeah, I got a graphic. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe, man. Uh. Like Max said, two years from today, uh, always got to remember Kobe, man. And if you guys don't know, we do a lot of NBA discussions on here, and we do a lot of NBA videos, special kind of videos. We did a special video for Kobe. Didn't get much views, didn't get much love as our other ones, but it's a great video, man. I suggest you guys go check it out if you guys are Kobe fans. And um, RIP to everyone that lost their lives in that tragedy you know can't yeah. forget the victims of that his daughter other people 
Um, rest in peace to them, man. Can't believe it. it. It seems crazy. I mean, it is insane that ever since Kobe has passed away, things have just been going fucked up in the world, it seems like. Like COVID right after Kobe. Like I know, Kobe, it's like COVID. Yeah, it seems like COVID was was getting blocked by Kobe, man. Kobe was the one stopping all that shit, probably. <laughs> Did I tell you the crazy story I had of like when it happened? We were at like a game, uh, one of our games, ready to coach, and I was like, "Yeah, should probably try to buy tickets for the next game because this is going to be insane." Bought the tickets for five hundred dollars each. That the seller canceled them, and next time I checked, there were thirty thousand dollars each. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't insane. afford those." Insane. But dude, it's just crazy. I mean, when you look at the graphic, you just see like seventy-eight to twenty twenty. It's like the dude was forty-two. He had a lot of life left to give. Yeah. It's like, dude, my dad's older than Kobe. Like, it's just crazy to think about, man. You just got to think about his family and all his friends and people who actually knew him and like meant a lot to people. But you know, I think we should just try to do the most Kobe thing and just like keep grinding, push on. Don't let like feelings get us down you know it's a celebration of kobe you know it's it's sad he's gone but let's not make it all about the sadness that's how i look yeah. at things yeah hey shout out to kobe man yeah uh my my favorite basketball player by far not even close pretty sure he's max's too um that's russ actually it's no definitely not well look <laughs> depending on some time depending on some time gaps because i'm talking for forever uh we'll get into some nba okay but like always, guys, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, baby. Hit the like button. Hit that comment. Uh, comment down whatever you want. We're on social media also. Instagram, Twitter, Max underscore Juan Cast. And audio listeners, can't forget about y'all. You, you guys never are delayed. You Look, you guys, you guys are delayed on the audio side. Come over onto YouTube, bro. You, like... YouTube, you'll get it live. You'll get the the live reactions and interactions with us and all that good stuff. But we appreciate you guys regardless. If you guys are listening to us on our audio platform, scroll down below, man. Hit that subscribe. Write us a review. Five-star rate us if you guys are on that Apple iPhone. I know it's all iPhone gang out here. Gang, gang, gang. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Championship weekend, AFC, NFC, Max. Where you want to steer us, bro? Let's go with the early game, which would be the AFC Championship game. We got the Cincinnati Bengals, the surprising team of the playoffs for sure, at the Kansas City Chiefs. And, man, Patrick Mahomes, fourth, what is a fourth straight AFC Championship game. Guy's never been on the road in the playoffs. Is this is this Super Bowl three for the Chiefs? I mean, it's looking like it. Look, let, let's get into a couple of narratives, okay? If the Chiefs win this game, everyone's going to be like, uh, Cincinnati, lucky to be here anyway. Uh, they're the Bengals. I mean, they're ahead schedule. I've been calling them the Atlanta Hawks of, of football ever since they've been going on this playoff run. And, you know, jo Joey B will have so many more playoff uh, chances to get there. But, Max, if they win this game, if they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, where do you rank Joe Burrow? Like, I would to argue he's top ten right now. Really, he, he top easily is he not? He's not top 10, somewhere in the top ten. I don't know where I'm saying you could just just safely say top ten. He has a okay. Super Bowl and say he wins Super Bowl. You might have to look at him five. 
five, five to three, five to one, somewhere in there. I mean, obviously not one or two, but maybe four. I don't know, Juan. It's crazy to think about, man. It's like he's also got the bravado. Like, Mm -hmm. I know he's Patrick Mahomes. He's got the magic, Josh Allen. But I feel like Joe Burrow, like, relishes, like, people rooting against him. And the other guys haven't really ever been rooted against, like, Joe Burrow. No, No, I agree, man. I mean, Joe Shiesty, he has all the confidence. He has so many nicknames. Joey B, uh, Joe Joe Shiesty, Joe Joe Burrow. Joe Burr. <laughs> the and Joe Burrow. This, yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow. Uh, dude, it'll, it'll be absolutely insanity. But you look at the totality of the game, and this offensive line scares the shit out of me. I was trying to think of what team can you think, like if they do go on to win the Super Bowl, who has had a worse offensive line? The, the Cincinnati Bengals. Denver team. against the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, maybe? I don't, yeah. I don't know. My key for the game is how many sacks can the Bengals give up and still win? Like, yeah. the number's got to be, what, nine? That was what it was last week. Right. That's just this incredible one. It's like for a Super Bowl team, you always think, like, let's think about the Eagles that went there. The Patriots always have good O-lines. Uh, the Colts, when they went. The Saints, the last four years, have had great O-lines. And it's just yeah. like, this team can't block for much for much time for Joe Burrow. And yeah, Joe Burrow sometimes holds on to the box. He wants to be aggressive, but man, he's a wizard back there. Like, okay, he got sacked nine times one. How many times should he have been sacked? Probably like 14, but he's yeah. making a guy miss, <laughs> manipulating the pocket. You know what, though? He's kind of a veteran in a way that sometimes he does just take the sack. He does mm-hmm. the right thing. With typical like young players and quote-unquote gunslingers, they try to do too much. Like you kind of seen that a little bit of Josh Allen, his first two years, like, Oh, I'm going to escape. I'm going to throw it downfield because I can, I got a cannon of an arm and throw a pick. I haven't really seen that at Joe Burrow. The last, I would say about what, six weeks. It seems like, like he's on an absolute fucking tear, bro. Whenever the Ravens started, when they said, uh, what did they say? Wink Martindale made a comment about Joe Burrow and he threw for like 500 yards. Yeah. Saying he's good. yeah, he's good, but let's not put a yellow jacket on him just yet. And then, then I think a couple weeks later against Kansas City, they beat Kansas City thirty-four to thirty-one. Remember yeah. on the red zone, they had like eight tries to get in, and they yeah. couldn't do it, and they just settled with the field goal. I rewatched that game, and I came away saying their defense, the Cincinnati Bengals defense, will have a problem if they play that coverage again. I'm gonna put that out there. If they wind up playing that weak-ass, zone-ass coverage, Patrick Mahomes is going to tear them apart. But the Bengals haven't really been doing that in the playoffs, surprisingly. They've been throwing like a lot of stuff out there. like Especially against the Raiders. The Raiders, they played a little bit of mixture of man and zone. And they haven't been doing that all year. They've been one of the best, quote-unquote, zone coverage teams in the NFL. And same thing against the Titans. They were switching it up. They're blitzing here and there. They threw a little bit of man. They threw a little bit of zone. So hopefully they keep the same game plan these last two games rather than that regular season game. Because I tell you this, they were Jamar Chase making an incredible play away from getting blown out in that game twice. Like literally, it was on the verge of being the difference between 21 nothing 
and 21-7. Like, that's the difference. And it's literally these huge Jamar Chase plays. And I'm not talking about, like, downfield. Like, the first touchdown he had, little 10-yard hitch, he makes, like, fucking the whole defense miss. Like, and he's just like, hey, I got track speed. I'm the fastest guy in the NFL almost besides Tyreek Hill. I'm just going to run past everyone. Like, they were that close away from getting blown out. And you got to give them props on the offense just staying in that game. Like, I'm I'm, I'm shocked now rewatching it that they won that game. Because I was, that week, I was more involved into the Raiders playing the Colts. So I, I, I didn't get to watch the game live like I wanted to. But what are your thoughts, bro? When you watched that game, did you think the Chiefs ever really got stopped on offense? No, not at all. Not and at it's all. crazy to me because I looked up the stats and then I went back and rewatched some of the game. I rewatched mostly the second half. Kelsey and Hill only had 11, 11 catches for 65 yards. Yeah. I feel like if Kinda you get that down. again, you're thinking, wow, we have an amazing chance to win this game, right? If you see that, you're like, huh, no big deal. Yeah. That's fine. But – some the Chiefs have a good offense. It's not always Kelsey and Hill. Sometimes Nicole Hardman steps up. And the O line, I think, has been really good for the Chiefs. Buffalo mm-hmm. couldn't really get pressure on Mahomes. And even when they did, he just makes a miss. Yeah. But I would say the Bengals have a better D line than the Bills, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like to me, I look at Trey Hendrickson and no one on the Bill on the Bills is as good as Trey Hendrickson. And I know he's banged up and they got DJ Reader. They're, the loss of Ogan Joby hurts for sure, and the Bengals D lines hurt. But on the other end, we already know about Tyron Matthew. He might not play. He's in the concussion protocol. Let's I not try to predict fine. it. He'll be. I mean, fine. you say that right, but Taylor Rapp's been in it for two weeks. He's just coming back. You never know. But yeah, yeah like I agree with you on most guys. They come back in a week. Rashad Fenton's banged up, and you were talking about Jamar Chase big play away. You can't just leave Jamar Chase on an island with Rashad Breeland, Javius Ward. They're good man-to-man corners, but you need a shutdown corner for... I mean, that's Spagnola's fucking recipe, dude. He loves to do it. He loves to blitz. He's kind of got a little Todd Bowles in him. Like, he has that I-don't-give-a-fuck mentality, and I'm going to leave my corners on an island. You can't do that with Jamar Chase, man. And I feel like this is going to go one or two ways. Like, it's either going to be a super close game, or the Bengals are going to get blown out. Like, are they going to be able to keep pace with the Chiefs? The l- Last week, the Chiefs showed me their most complete game on offense. They That was the best they looked from start to finish. Like, yeah, you look at Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, they fucked them up. They they blew them out. But they struggled in the first, first quarter. Like, weird stuff was happening. Everyone's like, oh, here we go. Like, Chiefs taking a while to wake up. You got to be careful if you're Kansas City. Like, you can't fall asleep in the first quarter and try to wake up. You got to go full force, like, full force like you did against the Buffalo Bills and go full steam ahead. Like, there's no other way. Well, I think that starts with not making careless mistakes. Don't have a tip pass get picked off. Don't, Andy Reid, come in with some stupid-ass bullshit play. Where Blake Bell's running the option with he he did it in this game too. It's crazy that he uses Blake Bell so fucking much. I did. I swear to God, Andy Reid wanted Blake Bell to play quarterback coming out of college, but now I don't understand. (laughs) I I just think for the Chiefs, this is a good matchup for them. Like I understand, like it's a bad matchup leaving Jamar on an island, but you don't have to do that. 
you could have a safety over the top. And honestly, if I'm the Bengals, I'll live with T. Higgins beating me. He's a good receiver. Tyler Boyd, sure. But you got to stop Jamar Chase, a.k.a. Jamar. Yeah. So that's and what we'll I, see think. How, I think. That's going to be a key. And we'll see how Melvin Ingram plays because, I mean, I would argue the interior of the line of the Bengals is not as bad as the edges. Like, let's see how Isaiah Prince can hold up against Melvin Ingram. Because that's who he's going to be going against. Like, Chris Jones is going to do his thing regardless. Yeah. I mean, how good would you say Melvin Ingram has been for them? I'd say he's been really good. I mean, last game he looked really good. I mean, do you, do you think he's making more of an impact than Frank Clark? I know Frank Clark has yeah. some moments, but. Yeah. No, it, Melvin Ingram's the best edge rusher on that team. Well, here's the thing with the Bengals one. Do you think this moment's too big for them? Or do you think they just go into like, I don't give a fuck? Joe Burrow. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like if I, we I hit think, the point where it's too big of a moment. Right, right. And I, I think we would have seen it already. That that would have been at home, like against the Raiders. You would have seen it. You didn't see that. Like I think that ship has sailed. They know that they're good enough to play playoff football. Like this is not too big of a stage, especially with Joe Burrow, man. Like it's they'll be good. The the one thing is it's just it's just the offensive line. That's what scares you. That's the main thing with this game, dude, is the offensive line. Like everything else, they'll be able to match up. Like, how is T. Higgins gonna play? T. Higgins, he was dropping a couple passes last week. So we'll see, man. I'm I'm going with the Chiefs right off bat. I'm making my pick. I know it's early, but I'm I'm going with the Chiefs at least uh, 35. 35 to 24. I like that score. So you went 35, 24. Honestly, I'm going to go with the Chiefs too. I'm a little worried about the Bengals just because sometimes underdogs win. We saw that three times last weekend. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs 28 to 14. Yeah. I have one last big question for you whenever you. No, go ahead. If the Bengals score a go ahead touchdown. It's 13 seconds too much time on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. try to leave. So we're, let's see if we can, like, 12 will be a change. Well, how many timeouts do they have? If they have three timeouts, 13 seconds is way too much. Yeah. So what's, like, the yeah. cutoff? Like, eight seconds? You got time for one play? Yeah. Eight se- No. I wouldn't even. How long did that Tyree, that, that Travis Kelsey play? It was, go like, four for? seconds. Four seconds? Yeah. So they'll probably have enough for at least two plays. <laughs> what are you gonna say it's, one it's absolutely insane i mean I'm, I'm just looking at it from you know who do we want to see in the super bowl as far as a a entertainment standpoint would you rather see the Bengals or the chiefs like i know for my fandom i want the Bengals to win i want them to win the whole thing i'm i'm rooting for the Bengals. i ain't rooting for the chiefs but as an entertainment standpoint looking at it from a straight just football fan for the masses, who's more entertaining? Who do you want to see? I mean, obviously, Chiefs and Mahomes are going to be entertaining. That's what all the mainstream fans know. But, like, I wouldn't be disappointed if the Bengals made it. They're fun as shit. You wouldn't want to see Jamar and Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl? I, I think it depends on their opponent. I think that's what I really think both opponents on. in the NFC are built to beat the Chiefs and teams like the Bengals. Whereas wow. pass rush, corners, and a pretty good – I mean – could you make the case that the Niners and the Rams are like 
com- more complete teams than the Bengals and Chiefs? I wouldn't. <sighs> Bengals, yes. Chiefs, no. I mean, good pass rush is a nightmare for the Bengals. And both of the NFC teams have that. True. So it's, it'll, it'll be hard. But I think that's a great segue to the NFC. Rams, Niners, third round. This is the last and final matchup, bro. And look, I wish I can be a stat genius like ESPN. I don't know what the record is. I just know the past couple of years, it's been bad for teams like the six Niners. Straight. Six, six seven straight. straight. And 2-0 and oh this year. But you know what, Juan? It's tough to beat a team three times in a row. <sighs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I I feel like this. The pass rush for the Rams has to match the intensity with the defensive line for the 49ers. Straight up. The the Rams, they came out to play last week. They whooped the Bucks offensive line's ass. Straight up. Up and down the field. That needs to happen again. And I feel like the recipe for that is keeping a fucking lead, Rams. You had these dudes on the ropes the last time you played them. What was it? 14 nothing going into the half before 17. Jimmy. 17. 17 nothing. You guys had them on the ropes, man. And the Niners, they haven't been in the position, Max, where they have to pass the ball. The last. Two weeks, really. I can even argue three weeks. Because even though they, they were down 17 nothing at the half, they got a field goal. They wanted up cutting it down to, I believe, 13 points. Because I, I think it was... Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, and then they got the ball, and they ran the ball, ran the ball, scored right. a touchdown. They, they, were able, they were able to run the ball still against Dallas. They were able to control the ball game. And run the ball, obviously, because they were up most of the game. And then, of course, last week against the Packers, the Packers couldn't get away from them. They were still in a one-possession type game. What were they able to do? Run the ball. So the recipe is the same thing what they did to Brady, the same thing they got to do to the 49ers. Let them play down. Let Jimmy G be the guy to beat you. Like, he's going to have to pass the ball. 30 plus times. If I'm a Niner fan, if you tell me Jimmy G's going to have 31 attempts, I'm going to say, fuck, we probably lose. I think if he has under 25, we probably win. That's the way this game has to go. Jimmy G is the key. Like, you got to you gotta make him throw interceptions, and you got to just let him throw the ball in general. Do not let Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel dictate this game because that's what the Niners love. You said it very well, Juan. We already know about the Niners' run game. We know what the Jimmy G is, a loose cannon. Joey goes from loving him to hating him, our resident 49er fan. It's just, in my opinion, Juan, you can't trust the fucking guy. You really can't. How many times have we seen Like, This is what I said to Joey. You know that play where he threw the interception right before halftime? When he got out of the pocket one and started doing off-schedule shit, in your mind, were you like, oh, this is going to end up badly? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the key. you got to move him off his spot. 
the the 49ers left tackle Trent Williams. He's banged up. He's good to play, they say, but he's been listed on the injury report. They don't know if he has a, he has an ankle sprain. They don't know if it's high or low. You kind of got to get after him, man. And the right tackle Tom Compton. He's he's like the Bucks right tackle we just witnessed who was a turnstile. Von yeah. Miller's been playing great. And one we talk about this every time the Rams play. Star power. There's no other team in football that epitomizes star power more than the Rams. Because one, do you know how many picks they have in the draft? Oh, wait, they have one or zero, <laughs> whatever. They traded it's it all Stafford, Stafford Von <laughs> Miller, Ramsey. Yeah. But are we going to argue that that didn't pay off? Because the Rams, no, they needed it, big it plays. And let's be real. They beat the fuck out of the Bucks. They, they did. did. They whooped their ass. Their fumbling problems are their own fault. I know yeah. Tom Brady mounted that comeback when he was stripping the ball away from all those guys on defense. I know it was him. But when you cough up the ball four times and win a game, you were kicking their ass. Yeah. And I just think the Rams, they're playing hot. We said it with the Arizona game. Whatever team wins this game might be like a jumping off point for playing well. And if the Rams can get two halves of football, I think they're tough to beat, man. We see one and a half halves. Like, they were good through three, three and a half quarters. Yeah. And then, oh, shit. Uh-oh. We're going to start complete domination, too. And let's be real. The Rams came out and they dominated the 49ers. Yeah. But just stop the run game. Stop the Debo Samuel sweeps. Bullshit, bullshit. Guard the middle of the field because that's all Jimmy likes to throw, too. Take care of business, man. Aaron Donald, yeah. have a big game. Von Miller. Yeah. Get on the injuries real quick one. I'll give you the updates. Whitworth is going to be playing for this game. And Taylor Rapp. They're both returning. Hopefully that means no more Eric Weddle. <laughs> Ernest Jones, the Rams linebacker, has a good chance to play. Sebastian Joseph Day and Daryl Henderson have been activated from the IR. So yeah. we'll see if they get some minutes. And Trent Williams is banged up and Jeff Wilson's banged up. Yeah. Because Niners just seeing Henderson's coming back one. Because like, where are you at with Acres right now? After a right. great showing of two fumbles and one, what was like, oh my god, Falcons level fumble. Yeah, I I still think you need to get Cam Akers involved. I still think he's the best running back on that roster. How much better than Michelle? I think it's night and day. Yeah, he's the best one by far. You know, he, he let's let's cut him a break. He has he went into on the. On the rehab list, getting rehab for his for his uh, torn Achilles, and he's walking into playoff football. That's a big fucking difference, man. Like he hasn't been getting hit for four plus months. It's a long time, man. So I'm gonna give him the pass. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think as a team, they were just fucking up, man. They were imploding. You know, Cooper fumbled. High snaps, yeah. Cooper Cup, one of your most dependable guys, one of your best players. You know, shit was happening. You still got to roll with Cam Akers, and I think McVay wants to. Like they gave him twenty plus carries, and he didn't even rush for over a hundred. Like the attempts, they're important. Like you just have to run the ball, and where I was saying it last week, they got to find that blend again, where. Okay, let's keep in the Jared Goff shit, the easy stuff, get our offense going. But when the chips are on the line, big plays, remember, you got Stafford. You got a guy that can read a zero blitz and throw a fucking dime in the air to Cooper Cup with the game on the line. You have that. But let's not play hero ball. Let's not play Matthew Stafford is all we got. Guns blazing. Air it out offense. No. Keep it simple. 
Keep the offense good. Now, the 49ers, like I said, the attempts with Jimmy and, you know, the run game, they want to make this game a muck. Like, they want to make it as ugly as possible. Because I tell you this, Max, in an ugly game, who are you picking right off bat? You're picking the Niners. It's not even close. Good thing I the trust game's them in a fucking dome, Juan. <laughs> Beautiful yeah. weather in that dome. But what did they make the Cowboys game? It was an ugly, ugly. game. That's their recipe. They want to make it a muck. They want to make it as ugly as fucking possible. Like, okay, you want to take this where we're exchanging field goals? All right. Be my fucking guest. But when it comes down to a shootout, it's a wrap. They cannot win that way. The 49ers got only one way of winning, and it's an ugly game. That's what kind of scares me about them. They're still extremely good. They they are they are in a, a complete team besides the quarterback. Straight up. Like they're as complete the most as they can get. position. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Huh. It's a tough game to pick one. And I love that you brought up the running attempts. In the two games this year, the Rams have run the ball 37 times for 116 yards, and the Niners have run it 75 times for 300. No. That's insane. That's almost twice the amount. That is twice the amount of carries. And that's, I mean, I get one game was a blow off, but man, like you say, if you can cut the run attempts down because you get play from ahead, if they can get off to like a 14 point lead, and I know they just did, like it kind of puts your ass to the wall. And it's not a regular season game. I know it was do or like do or die for them, but the Rams had nothing to play for. They were going to the playoffs regardless. But let's see, man, this is why you make the Stafford trade one. This is why Jared Goff holds your team back. And Stafford, like, do you have what's the chances Goff wins that game in Tampa? None. He doesn't make that throw. And Stafford, he's just been dwelling away in Detroit, being blamed for their stupid organization. Now he's with a good team, good O coordinator. Let's yeah. you guys get the job done. You traded all the chips in for this. Yeah. Now it's time to pay the bill. That's, I mean, let's just look at it. We're talking about narratives with both teams on, on the AFC side. Let's look at the narratives for both of these teams. Rams, if they lose. <sighs> You kind of got next year, but man, you're a year older. Vaughn got older. You know, a couple Donald's guys probably older. come. Yeah, Donald's a year older. You got a couple guys coming up on contracts. You know, McVay, the whole McVay factor of getting beat by Kyle Shanahan seven times in a row. That's, I mean. I mean, if I'm Sean McVay, well, the whole week I'm saying these fuckers have beat us. We, You know, everyone's talking shit. No one gives us a chance. We've yeah. lost to them, you know. Like, it feels like the Rams are kind of the underdog. It does, even though they're not. But, yeah, it does feel yeah. like like they're only three-point favorites. I mean, I they're think. begging their fans, don't sell the tickets. <laughs> That's hilarious. And you, <laughs> you can't buy a ticket if you live 100 miles outside the yeah, Rams stadium or some shit. that is insane. Yeah. Insane. Charger fans should have thought of that. It's everybody's <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, you got to limit the tickets. It's everybody else's house. Oh my God! Whose house? Everybody's house. The Coliseum, Coliseum won the damn Rams house. I, I went a couple times. It wasn't the Rams house any of the times I went. Oh my God! That is freaking hilarious, bro. That's funny. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that's terrible. But yeah, McVeigh. It's just a bad. It's a bad look, dude. Like 
you you look at it and you're like, oh, they got another year. Like they got Stafford. This is the all year in, like all all in year. They have to do it. Odell, you know, one year deal. Who knows if he's gonna resign with them? So we'll see, man. Uh, Niners, if they win, and we get Niners and Chiefs, another year of Jimmy G. Can't wait. Look, I. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Jimmy G, if he wins this game, I don't think there's no way in hell he comes back next year. Even if he wins the Super Bowl. Great job, bro. You won the game. You 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 brought a, a Kyle Shanahan. You're and... out your goddamn mind. What? They keep mind if they you keep think. Him. When Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, it was the worst thing to ever happen to Carson Wentz because one bad throw. That's different. Everyone's though. clamoring for Jimmy That's G. That's different. Back. That's different. No, it's not because the guys on their roster, they have to be the ones to get rid of him. One bad throw by Trey Lance. What the F? Why didn't we keep Jimmy? The locker room says, Why didn't we keep Jimmy? We were winning with Jimmy. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I mean, let me ask you this because I've well, there's a Niner fan in our life, and he said this to me. He would start Trey Lance for this game. I was like, bro, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Do you uh, have do you any reason rhyme to do that? He's not ready, Max. We I've been saying I agree. It. 100%. The fucking guy struggled with. Look, he's great and all. He's great as a prospect. Got the arm. Got this. Got that. But it, it's fucked up, man, because a lot of kids like him and more kids to come that's coming out. They're all going to get fucking compared to Josh Allen. And I'm sorry, dude. There's never been a prospect like Josh Allen to grow so rapidly within one year. Really? Like night and day with Josh Allen from year two to year three. Not the same player. Not even close. And so everybody thinks small school, big arm, all the intangibles, can run, looks Fuck fits the part. But bro, not everyone is Josh Allen. Don't assume that this guy you can everyone has Brian Dable and the right mechanics or coach. His and, work ethic or whatever. Or the work ethic. Like none of that's involved. Like Trey Lance, like I said, great prospect, huge arm, great talent. But you can't assume that. And I think this year Kyle Shanahan was fed up with him. He gave up on the fucking kid. He was like, dude. You're not getting it by now. You're not going to get it this year. They gave him every opportunity to take that job, in my opinion. Exactly. And it came down to to what, though, Max? It came down to what? Injury. Jimmy G had to be fucking injured for him to play. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't like, okay, every time Jimmy has been playing bad, Kyle Shanahan has stuck to his guns. Said, no, I'm rolling with Jimmy. I think he's seen enough. And as far as this year goes, it's a wrap. The kid's not going to play, even in packages. He's not going to play. Next year, we'll reevaluate him. Get better in the offseason. We'll see where you're at at training camp. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about that. But I think that's different, though, Max, with the whole Eagles situation. I, I like the parallel. I just think it's different. Trey Lance, for one, not established like Carson Wentz. 
And number two, I think they're a lot earlier in the process I think than that you even, guys were in wins. I think that makes my point even bigger. Like Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate, and people were clamoring for Foles. So, like, what do you do? You just you trade. The you guy just and you fucked take up. You just effed you up. up. You didn't really like, like. I don't know. Three man. first round picks, and you're like, ah, fuck it. Like we fucked up. I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, they're like, fuck it, worked out. I, I get you on that point. Maybe maybe trade just the fire to Jimmy's ass a little bit. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just this, like this trade. You just traded three first-round picks and got no impact from the kid, and you went to the NFC Championship game. I like I, – I, I get you, Max, because I, I does John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have the balls to do that? That's like the ultimate – that's the ultimate, like, you know what? We fu- – like, you – you gotta, you gotta be so confident in yourself, and so like the way that people will look at him as a GM and as like an organization, that is fucking nuts. I agree like, to do that. That'll be nuts. I agree, and it's not like I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo having two good games right now will change his trade value. No. I think everyone knows what he is. So you're telling me the difference is the Super Bowl win. He has to win it, or does yeah? He have I think to just if he wins there? it. Because if he loses, they'll just scapegoat his ass. Be like, yeah, let's get Jimmy out of here. Let the kids start. Bullshit, right. bullshit. I mean, and let's be real. If they lose Super Bowl, and it's going to probably be Jimmy Jim didn't play well. So there you go. There's the excuse. Bye. Have a good life. We have a rookie quarterback. We're going to keep a lot of cap space now that we're not paying this punk. That's what it's going to come but down to. Why don't you just look at it from the other way and say, Jimmy G got us here. Yeah, he won us the Super Bowl. Let's trade him right now. His value is at an all-time high. I don't even think winning a Super Bowl will increase his value. Not even to like a second, at least. No. Well, do you think so? Like, you think I him think, handing the I ball think if to he went Samuel to... 40 times in the Super Bowl is going to increase his value? Yeah, I know. It's going to be depending <laughs> on the way it looks. So but... who are you going to pick? <laughs> I'm not picking. I'm going to Six Flags, bro. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? What's on Sundays? Are there a big day on Sunday? Uh, no, no comment. Okay. No comment. Nah, just kidding. It's my birthday, but yeah, <laughs> I'm most likely gonna be watching these games, of course. But I hate both of these teams. I hate the Rams. I hate the Niners. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Niners, dude. I hate to. Um, it pains me to. But I I trust Kyle Shanahan more, dude. I trust Kyle Shanahan, and I I trust that he'll beat Sean McVay. Like I I like I like what the Niners bring. Like in playoff games, yeah, you get the Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes games, like you know shootouts. But how often do you get that? And I just think Kyle Shanahan does a great job of managing the game in a way where it fits them. Like he makes it ugly. He slows it down. He controls the tempo. He controls the domination of the game. And I'm I'm yet to see them I, I'm yet to see them fail. Like but they're hot. He looked really bad against Green Bay the offense. When it came down to the to the chips though like that's the way the game was going. Like it's not like Green Bay was scoring. Like I just no, think both offenses. Say, like who I just think the both, Niners to be shut out. I just think both offenses were struggling though. Like it, I think it, like the weather played a part. Like the same thing with Green Bay. It's like shit was just not going on offense. Like so, that game was gonna be won a different way, and they won it that way. 
So if the Rams didn't have the fourth quarter collapse with all the fumbles and just beat the fuck out of the Bucs, I don't, that I don't think so. I think even wow. if they didn't have that, I, I, I still feel confident in the Niners. It just, it scares me that the way playoff games go most of the time, I think the Niners are going to win it. I don't score? think it's going to get away from them. I'm going to go Niners 22. Rams 19. Weird I'm going to go like the that. other way. I'm going with the Rams 24-21. I think McVay is going to get the monkey off his back. I think there's a lot of star powers. The stars are playing great. I think it's going to come down to the quarterback, man, and I think the Rams can maybe put together – I want them to put together three and three quarters good of football. So hopefully yeah. the, the implosion won't be, like, too hurtful. And, I mean, we didn't really mention it. The Niners have an elite defense. They have I think an they elite. have an elite front. The cornerbacks are a little sketchy to me, and I think I, I disagree. Besides, besides, they're on, on that side with Avery Tom. I know Avery Thomas didn't play last week. They were dealing with another rookie and Josh Norman, but Emmanuel Mosley's back. Like they He's have a good. corner that that's been the most underrated thing about the Niners going into the playoffs. That's I just been feel different. Like, I just feel like yeah, Devontae Adams is the, like one of the top five receivers in football. But when you take him out, you have no one who's even close. Okay, you take out Cooper Cup, you still got Odell who's good. You got Van Jefferson, who's good, and you got Tyler Higby, and that's a lot better weapons than the Packers, and I think that's the difference. Yeah, do you? But think of course, Mc... it comes down to protecting because if they have a bad performance, the Rams alliance over. But they look pretty yeah. good against the Bucks, and no Whitworth. I'm kind of liking their chances. Like, what is McVay gonna do against them? That's different. Do you feel like? Honestly, like, you I think just... he's gonna overthink it and just like change it up and switch I mean, things? What around? did he have to change up? Like he, they played an amazing first half, and then they just kind of started getting dominated on the offense. They kind of got a little too relaxed. So I think they're just gonna get the job done this time. I mean, the game was like three weeks ago. Yeah, and the Niners no, had something you. to play for. And I think they could have honestly taken care of the Niners then, and that had to worry about them. But I think that's a funny way shit works out. And you trust the Rams in a close game against the Niners. Because you said I it was going to so. be a close game. I trust Stafford right now. Like, early in the year, Stafford was kind of going. He had the hot start, then some bad picks. And Matthew Stafford's hot again. One of you and I both know it's about when you get hot at the quarterback position. Because Joe Flacco, Josh yeah. Allen was the hottest quarterback. And he ran into a, an immovable object in Patrick Mahomes. But sometimes the quarterbacks heat up and it changed everything. Nick Foles won. He yeah. heated up at the right time. Yeah. I'm I'm really interested to see what happens with with Jimmy that now that you said that that'll be insane, dude. Sad Joey or awesome. happy Joey won after this game. I hope we see sad Joey. Fuck Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? I didn't say it. Joey once said it. Man. He making me talk bad. About hey, you. he already fucking loves the fact that I'm going with the Niners. Okay, so he's already getting his joy into this. I just feel like the fact that you're picking it close. I think it just it kind of makes me more confident that you're thinking it's going to be a close game too. close game, ugly game. I'm picking the Niners. If it's a high scoring game, I think the Rams got it. If I see that it's going to be a shootout right off bat, it may be close in the beginning, but it'll die down. Jimmy G's not going to be able to do all that. They're not (laughs) built that way. That's the one way they're not going to be able to win. Another thing to mention before we move on to the NBA stuff, another matchup I like the Rams don't really have that good of linebackers. And where does Jimmy G love to throw the ball? Middle, Middle of the field. field. 
That works out in their favor, too. Well, hopefully Ernest Jones comes back for the Rams and kind of makes a difference. But it's kind of hard asking the guy to come back and the NFC Championship game and have a huge game. Yeah, because that's probably their weakest point is their line. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So something to look at. I'm excited, though, bro. I can't wait for championship weekend. There you guys go. Pick'ems in the books. After this, we got one more for the Super Bowl, man. I can't wait. Max is the winner. I know. Max is the winner. But you still suck, bro, all right? Thanks, bro. <laughs> wow, that's nice. All right, all right. let's get, oh, let's get into the episode. NBA stuff. You don't want to do Sean Payton stuff. real quick? Sean, oh, Sean Payton. All right, let's do Sean Payton. You ever heard of him? Oh, man. Retired? Step down? What the fuck did he do? He needs a break. I mean, he had three years left on his contract. I would say his job security was at 99% one. So this all had to be from him. I think it's very sudden, very weird. And all the teams with like uh, head coaching vacancies and maybe even the Dallas Cowboys who could would fire their coach for Sean Payton right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Vacancy though. He's got a Super Bowl win under his resume. He's 152 and 89, 63 win percentage, eight, nine, nine and eight in the playoffs. Excuse me. In recent years, there have been some like heartbreaking losses. Ten winning seasons. He's twenty third in win percentage. One. What do you think? Uh, Sean Payton, one of the greatest minds to ever coach football. Right off bat, um, I always one thing I always remember by Sean Payton: second half against the Colts in the biggest game of the year in the Super Bowl, onside kick to start off the game. That takes fucking balls bro like he he was really good man and kind of before the mcveighs and the kyle shanahan's like this was the offensive guru like the saints kind of were the first ones to do it in a sense and it paid off man i mean 10 years i would say dominance dude like dominated dominated the their division and they were top dogs for for years but I got to say this with all that praise, fuck, he let him in the soul shit, shitty situation. I know like the GM has a, has a part to play in it, but goddamn, dude, they're in cap just, hell. When you're in that window one, you just got to go in, for it. And that's what they did. And let's be real. They should have went to the Super Bowl the years the Rams went. That was bullshit. It had nothing to do with them. They outplayed the Rams. They were going to win the game. Arguably against the Vikings. Are you? Yeah, I mean, you're one miracle play away. I mean, that'll never happen again, something like that. And it's just a one in a million play. Um, it's kind of weird when you think about him. Like you said, dominance. Like, we forget he took it. Like, he got suspended for a whole year by the NFL for <laughs> Bounty Gate, which is just yeah. crazy to think about. A head coach being suspended a whole year. Um, uh, what I think of Sean Payton, I agree with you. I think of the Super Bowl win. But I think what that Super Bowl meant to the city of New Orleans, a city that yeah. just was destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. And I know we all know the Monday night game where they got this pump block by Steve Gleason. And your brother said it best, man. Big shoes to fill. This is like filling after an icon in New Orleans. Like, this is crazy. Like, And there's talks about he might come back. I think he'll definitely coach again. I think his run as a Saints coach is is done. I That's just what I believe. And it's just. Any chance he takes a year off and comes back? I think that'd be really weird. They had no discussion about it from what I read. I, he was a sixth grade uh, team. Like when his when he got to spend the year, he was the sixth grade coach for his son's team. He was the OC. Yeah. 
I like that. So, uh, so maybe it's maybe a little peewee coach. I think Sean Payton yeah. loves football. Like really loves it, breathes it, wants to talk about it. I wouldn't be surprised if he became the next Gruden. I'm sorry, I shouldn't I, say that name because that's a bad name to mutter for one. <laughs> the next John, John G. There you go. John G. Johnny uh, G. I, I think he's gonna come back. Uh I don't I don't see him staying. You never know one because maybe a, and like maybe ESPN throws fifty million dollars at him for two years, right. three years. And it's like, wow, I can just do football and get paid. Right. Like how long was yeah. Gruden out the game? Ten years. That's almost. a long, would you ever have thought he would have been out ten years? I think it was yeah, but Gruden and him two different types of ways. Gruden was forced to retire because of like mediocrity. Sean Payne's retiring on a different level. He's retiring so saying, like, not at top. But... When Gruden left the Bucks, he was nowhere near as in demand as Sean Payton would be. No fucking way. Okay. No, no team. I agree with you. I agree with Gruden. you. Yeah. No. So it took a while for people to have a bad memory of John Gruden. Like people just forgot, like, yeah, he went to the Super Bowl that one year and then after that, straight, literally mediocrity, like eight and eight, seven and nine. And Sean Payton, different story. I mean, yeah, you you probably can can argue like, oh, he was on his way to doing that. But I'm sorry, that Saints team overachieved. Yeah. Jameis Winston out for the year and you still wind up having a chance to be in the playoffs last week of the season. Sean Payton's on a whole different level. I put Sean Payton onto the Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, like tier, elite. And anyone will kill for him to be the head coach of their team. I I I would fucking I would I would definitely hire Sean Payton if I'm the Raiders. Would you give like, up a no doubt. pick for Sean Payton? I would give up two first round picks, three first round picks. That's how much like wow, he's a. Well, I mean, it makes sense for you guys because you wouldn't do shit with them anyway. So yeah, I agree with you. I hate you, but okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm Little getting shots. excited. I'm over here repeating myself. Looking, I thought I thought the camera fucked up again. You're like, I would. I know. I, I would have. That's I, that's how excited I will be if Sean Payton was the head coach for one, the Raiders. Grab a towel and uh, dry yourself off, <laughs> my guy. I think we're good with the NFL after Wad just had a mini gasm on the podcast. <laughs> came to Sean Payton. Now yeah, we can I, get into I, NBA. I would love Sean Payton to be the. Hey, Sean, you watching this? Probably not. Come to the Raiders. What do you mean? Probably not. Definitely is. Come to Vegas, baby. All right. Anyway, let's get into the NBA stuff, man. Uh, You said you wanted to talk a little all-star stuff, right? I have some all-star stuff, yeah. I just want to talk about who you think we can make some cases for some guys. I mean, of course, there's locks, right? Like LeBron, what do we really need to say? He's been carrying this sorry sack of a Lakers team for this whole year. No (laughs) LeBron. I mean, no AD. And he's playing with an anchor. I won't say the anchor's name, but just, I mean, what what case would you make for LeBron? Is there a case to be made against him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he's having one of the best years of his career, uh, as crazy as that is. So he's... maybe what we should do is we'll go to the locks, and then okay. we'll go to some, like, fringe guys. Gotcha. So go ahead and say what you're going to say. Though. I'm sorry. No, um, he's been amazing this year. I mean, the Lakers just suck. And he missed a couple of games. So maybe you're playing that part. Uh, one guy that sticks out automatically to me 
DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, I don't care where you put him, forward, guard. I don't know how they do it in the I don't know how they're gonna do it in the all-star. I know they already mess with it like backcourt, front court. I don't care where you put this guy. DeRozan needs to be an all-star. Lock. Uh, that's one of my locks right there. He just I feel like the impact for the Bulls has just been too clutch. Like he's been too clutch. He's game winners. It's just a different type of scoring than Levine. It's distribution. And I feel like his game has just been like beautiful on the Bulls. And he's I mean, let's be real. The Bulls are a good team. They have Lonzo Ball. They have Vucevic. Lonzo's yeah. playing great. Shooting a lot of threes. Everyone who said he's not a three and D player, but whatever. That's my fucking gripe with everyone. I think right. DeMar's just been the most impactful guy on the Bulls this year. And when you look at game, like when you vote for guys one, like not that we have a real ballot, but like what's the percentage of games you want to see played? Like to me, I was going to add Draymond to our list, but he's played 29 out of like 49. That's just too many missed games for me. Yeah. Like, what it's do you think? Tough. It's tough. I would, I would say, oh, man, how many games like have been played? How, how many games? Let's just say 50, 50-ish. By the time we get to the All-Star break, you're saying? Uh, no, right now there's been 50 games played. 50 games played. Teams. Yeah, I, I would say the cutoff mark for me will probably be 15 games. 15. So you can miss 15. Yeah, 15 games. So that would be about, you want to see him play 70% of the season. Like, so yes. three quarters of the season. Okay. Yes. I like that and number, too. Let's just stay on the East. Another yeah. lock, Joel Embiid. You agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I also have here maybe a lock, Ben Simmons. I would just love to see this is the only game Ben Simmons <laughs> could play in this whole year. I definitely think he could use the money. <laughs> it would be awesome. I, like, I wouldn't know what – like, it'd be kind of like a real game of Ben Simmons. What would he do? Would he just right. bring up the ball? Would he play center? But yeah. I, for the sake of being realistic and unbiased, I don't think we'll see a Ben Simmons all-star selection. Right. And another one, KD. Oh, Lock. Best player in basketball when he's healthy, but yeah, he's going to miss this lock. game, unfortunately. So exactly. let's just say he's a lock. What the, I know that you know what the NBA loves to do on. They love to say, hey, you made it. Now let's get another guy to be an all-star. Right. And to me, those are the three locks where I don't think there's no discussion. No. Oh, I think you're missing one. Who? Giannis. Oh, yeah, Giannis. I did forget about Giannis. Yeah. So just, you'll have this. The Bucks have so, been so quiet, though, right? It's not just me. Yeah. It's just like they yeah. just do whatever. They we know what the Bucks are. So you'll have one center, two forwards. Are you calling DeRozan a guard? Fuck it. Yeah. Are you talking about just the East? Those are the locks on the East. Yes, just the East. Just the East. Okay. So who yeah, we I... who we putting at point? Are we putting another shooting guard? Or are we putting on point? So guard? who's the point guard for the who do you think's the best guard in the East? Oh man. I'm looking at a couple guys. Like, okay, what about Trey Young? What would you say about Trey Young? Yeah, his numbers look, I, say it. His number, yeah, exactly. Like you can't always get caught up in numbers. Like I know, like you listen to Charles Barkley and Shaq. Charles Barkley likes winning. Shaq's like it don't matter to me. It matters because when you're the leader of one of these teams, and I think there's some exceptions to the rule, but when you're the leader like Trey Young, and the team has just been what one abysmal. They're 12th in the East, 21 and 25. They're four games back, which doesn't seem crazy. No. It's just like it's just so disappointing to me. And then you hear stuff coming out. John Collins ain't happy. It's like we're hearing all the same shit we heard last time. And right. it was like, well, we fired Nate McMillan. And then the interim coach gets these guys playing right. Like, I don't get it. I think I think Trey Young, man, I wouldn't want him to be a starter by any means. But, like, I don't know, man. 
I just there's don't know. no one else to me. Like who are you gonna pick? Drew Holiday? No. I would have put uh, Drew J- Holiday. James Harden? No. I don't think I, he's been playing at an elite level. I don't think so either. Like again, Drew, Drew like James Harden will lump these guys up. He's averaging like 23, 10, 8. But it's just like it don't look the same. I feel like when KD's been out there, he's been the dominant force, and James Harden's just playing like a second fiddle. And maybe what is it? Maybe we're just taking Harden for granted, but he doesn't look like the same Harden to me. Like the I one don't thing think he carries anymore. No, I I agree. And the the other thing will be like let's just say fuck point guard, and we add Zach Levine. I think he's a guy that's I worthy Zach of Levine. it. So Zach that's Levine's a, a definite all star guy for you. No, he's an all-star. Just okay. I, I think the positions right now, I do think DeMar's better than him, but you can't put two shooting guards. So it's just automatically to let's just hey for the sake of this one, let's us, let's just pick the fucking team we want. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do, these are our, our all-star ballots. Yeah. So you're talking about Zach Levine. What about a guy like Tyler Hero? You think he's an all-star? Uh let me look at his numbers. I just think this is what I say because Jimmy Butler's missed six, like he's missed 20, uh, 16 games. That's like he's played around 60% of the games. Like, honestly, Jimmy Butler's better than Tyler Hero, but Tyler Hero's averaging like 21, four and four. He's shooting, yeah. his shooting's been good. You got some late game stuff with him. Excuse me as I do a little burp into the mic for all those watching. I'm sorry. But I think Tyler Hero, like, I don't, I wouldn't say he's like, he's on the fringe, right? Like, he'll be the first alternate, but like, he's been playing at that really good level we thought we'd get last year. Wow. He's averaging 20 points. It a did, game. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it, man. I went back and watched him film of him. Like, man, he's doing like bubble shit again. Yeah. They're putting a lot on his lap. And yeah, he averages a lot of turnovers, but he's just not, he's not Duncan Robinson. Maybe he's like, maybe, give the ball to. maybe at the fact when, the all-star ends the voting or whatever. They're still the number one seed. Cause right now Miami's number one, right? Miami's playing out their fucking mind. Yeah. And Butler's been amazing. missing a lot of games and Kyle Lowry. He's, he's basically trans he's, he's transitioned from all-star to a good player. Look at bam. Bam's only played 22. Yeah. So that's like 50% of the season. So somebody like, uh, to me, the one seed has to have one guy on it. That's minimum. So is the <laughs> yeah. guy Tyler hero. I think they they wind up picking probably Jimmy Butler. I think so too. But like to me, Tyler Hero, I would just reward him, man. I feel like yeah. I, I honestly, wanna, I hate when it becomes a legacy thing in the All Star game. Like I understand, yeah. like there's some guys to me that doesn't matter. Like Kobe, he should not have been an All Star the last couple of years. But I understand because he for what he meant to the game, right? But like there's Yao some Mean guys and shit making it. Yeah, it's like why the fuck Yao still here? I love you, Yao. <laughs> but, like, come on, dog. Like, you're not making it. Like, Shaq at the end, I don't think Shaq should have made Like, Shaq made it in Phoenix. But, like, Shaq, he didn't make all-star games off name alone anymore. And that's how it yeah. should be. When you've, like, regressed to a point, you shouldn't make it. Yeah. So, right now, we got six guys that we want, right? So, so who are the guys on the East? We have DeMar. Okay. KD. Joel. Uh, Giannis. And you have Levine, Levine, and Trey Young. Trey Young has to make it. It's kind maybe of maybe not as a starter. Yeah, it kind of pains me though to put him on there. Like to me, I think Fred Van Fleet's more deserving than Trey Young. I don't think so. I you don't think so? That. No, I I think I just Trae think the Raptors Young, have been good. 
Trey Young has been a fucking abysmal along along with his team on the defensive end, but on the offensive end, he is putting together like amazing numbers. So is there no case for Fred Van Fleet? We'll get there. He's a fringe guy, but right now we I got agree with seven. We got seven guys. So I'm trying to get down to where do we start leaving off guys? Because there's a lot of there's wanna, a lot of cut off guys. Ten, well, do you want to do ten guys, not including KD, because he's just gonna miss the game? Yeah, we'll do ten. Okay. So we're at seven. We're so at let's six do, with no KD. We're at six with no KD's KD. not gonna play. Gotcha. Okay. I think another guy that needs to make it, Miles Bridges. Really? Miles Bridges has to I would thought I would be the guy. I thought you'd be fighting for LaMelo and I'd be fighting for Bridges. No, Bridges has to make it. He's the best player on the Hornets. Let's see. I think so too, man. I just feel like offense, defense. I know know everyone's going to say LaMelo because he has some flashy games. I think LaMelo's close one. Like he's not having a bad year. But to me, I they, feel like Bridges has just been out of this world, especially on defense and just big performances. They might put him in just for popularity. Oh, I mean, House of Highlights would fucking riot if Lamelo Ball didn't make it. I think the two guys that stand out to me, one of them has to make it. I don't care which one, but Darius Garland or Evan Mobley. I'm putting one of those guys in, not both. Dude, I would love to put both in, honestly. I mean, I feel like yeah. the Cavs are 29 and 19. We, I, I remember I said they're under, but we both kind of liked them, but we just didn't know how you playing three seven-footers would work. I mean, one, isn't there a case for Jared Allen, too? He's averaging 16 yeah. and 11. As but crazy as that is. I would say if I was going to rank the Cavs, just in the Cavs, Garland, Mobley, Allen. Allen. But, man, Mobley's so close to making it. I wish we could find a way to get Mobley on here. But I'm I'm putting in one in the Cavs, so we're at eight, correct? I guess I guess we should go with Garland. Yeah, we'll put Garland. It don't matter. Just one of them has to make it. Mm-hmm. So we're at eight. We got two mm-hmm. more. So Jason, do we Brown? just put in Chris Middleton just because of the name? No, I think we should leave him. I think. What about Tatum or Brown? Tatum makes it. Tatum. Makes I feel it. bad for Jalen Brown. Yeah. So that's nine. I wish There's they one could more like, spot. I wish you could literally have Tatum the first half and Brown the second half because it's like the same fucking guy almost. <laughs> yeah. So this is where it gets a little We got two spots tricky. left. We got two spots. Two spots. Left. Yeah. Okay. So we got Bradley Bill, Siakam, Van Vliet, LaMelo. Uh, who else? Is it a bonus? Chris Middleton. Is it a bonus? bonus? I feel like we just have to put him on there, you know? Yeah. Because our video, shout out to that video. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think Sabonis makes it. I don't, not this year, no. I mean, he's had a good year, but I don't yeah. think they're forced feeding the ball, so the stats aren't what they were. I'm gonna, and the Pacers struggled. I'm gonna go now that I'm seeing this. I I like Lamelo's chances. I think he'll make it. Well, we need another. Do we want to be a little bit realistic and throw in another big? We only have one big. Well, I guess you have Giannis and Joel. Yeah, I don't think another big will make it. If anything, if they want a big, they'll pick Mobley over Garland. What about Vucevic? Three Bulls? How many how many games has he played? 39? Played, yeah. 85% of the games. 16. Yeah. I don't like he hasn't had the best year, but I mean he's taken a step back when it comes to like touches and stuff. Yeah. And no, like you said, Bam I, Bam can't make it. He's barely played. 
I like Middleton, honestly. For for the last two spots, I like LaMelo and, and Chris Middleton. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put Middleton in. I think Van Fleet's got a better case than LaMelo. Let's look at Van Fleet, man. I, I remember you were kind of critical of him, man. I was, you know, before. There's no record of that, thank God. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> Calling him a little munchkin. Little, he little is rat. a munchkin. He's a munchkin, <laughs> but he's a great basketball player. Yeah, he's been balling this year. I mean, the the Raptors are looking like the team I thought they were last year. <laughs> like I know they're twenty three and twenty two, but they've had a lot of injuries. Like yeah. it's not that amazing of a roster, even though I like Scotty Barnes a lot. But I think Van Fleet, the late game heroics, just the shooting percentages, shooting forty percent from three, yeah. and they're pretty good. They're improved from last year. I know they kind of tanked at the end of the year. But I think one of these guys should make it. I, I'm always in it with one where it's like you should have some guys from good teams. Like, yeah. I love Bradley Beal, but I feel like, man, Not it's Bradley year. Beal or him. And I feel like Bradley Beal gets snubbed every year. Yeah. But, I mean, we're only doing 10 guys, and they have, like, 12. So, name the 10 guys we got. And like we said, KD, we're leaving off due to injury because we know he's not going to play in the game. He's an yeah. obvious all-star. We got Demar, Joel, Giannis, Levine, Trey Young, Miles Bridges, Garland, Tatum, Middleton, and we have one spot. Do you want to give it to Van Fleet? I say, Beal? I mean, or we'll, we'll do both. I I'll give my spot to Lamelo Ball, but I understand why you're giving it to Van Fleet. I mean, the real the real team's like twelve guys, but we just want to do ten just for the sake of just doing ten guys. Yeah, I like it though, man. I like it. We'll see where it goes. It's a popularity contest with most of these things. But let's move on to the West. Is the West as interesting as the East? Well, I think as we hard? should again. Let's start with the locks. LeBron, Jokic, yep. Yep. Curry. Yeah. Even though I think Curry's kind of been slumping a little bit, I still would say like he's so it's so crazy the way they guard him. He's like a number one receiver. I think look, eliminate him. Things get kind of messy off bat with the starters. Well, I think I think for sure you got four: Morant, Curry, LeBron, Jokic. You put two point guards. Yeah, why not? Fuck it, it's an all star okay. game. What do we care? I I, have those care. been the two? Best I mean, guards? I don't care. I don't care. I would have those been it. the two best guards in your opinion in the yeah, West? Not close. No, it's close. I mean, Chris Paul's really good. He just doesn't have the numbers. Yeah, I, I get that. So, who's the next guy you want to put in there? I I wouldn't want to put Luca as a starter. I feel like no. Lucas had a slow start, and when you show up to camp at 260, you're supposed to be 225. I'm a little concerned. I think, I think it's your boy, Donovan Mitchell. You got to put him in. Mm, really? Wow. I think so. Me- and this and this is where this is where it's at. So we put three <laughs> point guards. Mitchell's a shooting guard. Shut up. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, you can put three guards. Like, I know you got the forwards. Like, Mitchell's played a little at forward this year. But yeah. it's just hard, man. It's just, like, honestly, like, Paul George would have made it if he was healthy. Like, you know, Kawhi Leonard's out. Like, there, we didn't even put Dame on this one either. There's no Dame. No. There's no – like, honestly, I feel like the West this year, like, you could have put Luka, but – I, I get he has the stats, but hey, you think Luca's looked as good as in no, years past? You can't put him in. You can't. He's not there. He's not there, and the Mavs are fucking terrible right now, dude. I think there's a lot more talent in the East. I'm just going with that. Like, yeah, there's so this- a lot. There's a lot more. So right now we got three point guards. We got Jaw, Steph, and Mitchell, and then we got Braun. 
So we got one more spot for a starter. Who's the last one? Is it Gobert? Jokic. Oh, Jokic. Sorry. Okay, so we're yeah, done yeah. with the starters. Yeah, okay. we're done. I have a case for Russell Westbrook if you want to hear it. <laughs> you should be working for Russell Westbrook. if Stats if galore watch. is my number one thing. 18.6, yep. eight rebounds, mm-hmm. eight assists, but uh, 43% but you, from the field. Yeah. 20, 30, hey. Hey, 30, 30% from three, we'll call Can it. Can I get right? my next key? Yeah. Just don't pay attention to how it looks. Just look at the numbers. <laughs> don't actually watch and play. Just watch the numbers. Just don't look at the four turnovers a game. No, no, no. Don't look at any of it. Just look at the numbers in the newspaper. That's it. I'm just going to look, look at the name. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there other any other locks you think should make the team? Like, I think Booker. Booker's on there. Booker's a lock. So that's six. Chris Paul? Seven. That's a lock. Okay. I feel like this is where it's going to start to get interesting because. Gobert's an eight. He's a lock. Uh, dude, I wouldn't vote for Gobert, and I fucking love the guy, man. I just you think, got yeah, to. he plays really well. He does his shit, but, man, it's just like. This is regular season. I know the All-Stars are regular season. It's a regular season award, though. I know, but it's just like, to me, it's like, I'd rather give it to Cat. Cat's going to make it. I'm putting Cat in. So you're going to put Rudy Gobert and Cat? Yes. Bro, I'd rather get Cat and Edwards than Gobert and Cat. No. You got to put in Gobert, and I still put in Cat. I mean, fuck it. I mean, this is our ballot. This is our Okay, ballot. so you're not going to so, put in Luca? Damn. I forgot about Luca. Look, I'll make yeah. a, I'll make no, a, I'll make a mini list of the guys. So we got you Luca. Still put in Luca. We got Luca, Gobert, Edwards, Cat. Um we had one more. I forgot his name, sorry. Forgot his name. Murray. DeJounte Murray Shea. Shea. Paul like, okay, George. this is a perfect example of when I said it's not about winning because Shea, their team's not trying to win, and yeah. yet they're competitive every now. So, like, okay, maybe we should have just done 12 guys, but if we're going to do 10 guys, <laughs> we got to pick three out of these five. Gobert, Cat, uh, Edwards, DeJounte Murray, and Shai Gil, Chris Alexander. And honestly, I feel like Draymond Green had a case one, but he's been banged up for a lot of the year. And – and Luca, did you put Luca in there? I put Luca in there. Yeah, sorry, I might not have okay. said it, but Luca's there too. So I want to just check Draymond Green's games. I think it was twenty nine out of forty. He's played thirty four out of fifty, basically, which is just under the threshold, or just like yeah. I don't know, man. This is where it gets real freaking hairy. And like, dude, let's be, agree. Anthony Davis shouldn't even sniff this ballot. No, fuck no. <laughs> I think we're the Davis. only people who said he wasn't an all-star last year. Yeah. He doesn't deserve it this year. Look, I'm going with this. I I got Gobert, Cat, and Luca. That's it. I know it sucks to leave off a couple of these guys, even though it's oh, it's 10, but it's really Well, let's 12. just put in Luca. I, I agree with I would have to vote for Luca. Yeah, Luca's it. Okay. He's on. So lost. then we're left with Gobert, Edwards, Cat, Shy, and Dejounte for two spots. I love Dejounte more, honestly, more than Edwards and Shy. I do. If if I had an extra spot, that's who would go in. It wouldn't be Ant, and it wouldn't be Shy. It would be Dejounte Murray, and I think he should be up for grass for most improved player. 
because he has improved massively. He went he from five assists last year to nine. It's a huge yeah. like just tick in playmaking. I don't know I if know it's, it's because DeRozan's out, so he's getting a little bit more bulk of the offense, but I've seen really gro- really big growth with him. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And, and again, it's not like assist me playmaking. We've seen that too much with Russell Westbrook where it's like, oh, you got an assist. He's a good playmaker. Just looks different out there. It just yeah. looks a little bit different. Looks better. If it was up to me, one, I'd go with Cat and DeJounte. We don't need to have Gobert in the All-Star game. He's no fun out there. The All-Star game's not about defense. <laughs> That's like when, insane. I mean, Gasol I got to reward the, the guy. Game. He He's going to shit the bed in the playoffs, but it's a regular season shit, so got to give him to him. And real quick, I'll hit some of the teams we don't even have guys from. The Clippers, it was Paul George, but he's been too hurt. Blazers, I don't think there's anybody. Brandon Ingram, Zion. I would love to see what Zion looks like right now, so I'd vote for him. (laughs) Uh, Kings, no, I don't think the Aaron Fox. And then the Rockets, John Wall. Nobody. (laughs) So, okay. So so you were going to go with Gobert and and Cat? Gobert, Cat, yeah. You got to pick one, dude. You got to have a guard in there. Come on. I got to pick one? Yeah. I'm going with Gobert. Over Cat. I'll go with DeJounte <laughs> over Cat then, man. I hate doing that because I feel like even so critical of Cat. And even if I if I had a legit ballot, Max, even if I had a, like I was a legit voter and they told me you got to either you got to pick one or the other because we can't have two centers. This I'm, is really I'm legitimately more of a picking Gobert than a ballot. Maybe we should do an actual ballot, like twelve guys. Yeah, maybe when they announce the team, we'll do something like that. But I just yeah. I love the discussion one because there's so many interesting cases. Like, it's crazy to me, like how Edwards not going to make it. Edwards has just been. I think he's been really good this year. I feel like I get Cat has more stats than him, but I feel like Edwards is the engine for the team. Like he's the dog on the team. Like, do you see that when you see Edwards play? Yeah, but I see a lot of inconsistency with him. Some games you don't know where he's at. Yeah, and then some games like last game, 40 points, just doing right. whatever he wants out there. Uh, there's a great video we made of him. Yes, One, sir. Plug it. Hey, Do man. It. Go ahead. NBA videos. Check them out. We got we got a couple of all-stars here. Sabonis, Kobe, Ant-Man Edwards. Who else did we Soon do? to be. Is Caruso an all-star? <laughs> Dude, I've, I mean, he's hurt. So Lonzo, we, we can vote for him. Lonzo, almost. Lonzo, almost. Dude, Caruso, did you see what happened to him? Grayson That's Allen, you can't do that. It's one of the few That's white what guys in the when NBA. you don't play for the Lakers, though. I mean, let's be honest. Nah, <laughs> Grayson Allen cannot do that to a guy who basically does the same shit he does, but plays clean. Yeah, most it's definitely. messed up. But let's go over the the teams one more time. So we picked ten him. guys. Uh, for East and West, go ahead and uh, go over that for the, and I will, the start I will, with the East. I will preference this with this was just our off the top. We just did some research and we just had a discussion. We have Kevin Durant, who's not on the team, but he's injured. He's missing the game, but he would have been the number one guy. We have Demar, Joel Embiid, Giannis, Levine, Trey Young, once pick, Miles Bridges, Darius Garland, Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton, Fred Van Fleet. Honestly, the East needs to have Gobert in it just because, like, we need some big over there. And then for the <laughs> West, we have LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, John Morant, and Donovan Mitchell as the starters. And we have Devin Three Booker, Chris Paul. Three point guards, baby. <laughs> Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Luka, Rudy Gobert, and DeJounte Murray. And if you know what, one, there was fucking years they had Amari Stoudemire, Tim Duncan, and Yao out there. So don't give me no shit. 
<laughs> the NBA was doing that. Yeah. Fuck it, bro. And hey, there's like two, there's four more spots up for grabs. So maybe I'm kind of how hard, like if the season stays afloat, which it probably is, it's probably not by the end of the season, things are going to change. Guys are going to get hurt, you know, Trade et cetera. It. Trade it. Um, it's going to be hard to pick a all NBA team because those are rules. You got to have some rules with those. You can't pick three point guards. No, you cannot. I think for, for what I know, the way they do it is basically two set, two guards, whatever you want, two forwards, and then a center or a big guy. Yeah. But I agree with no, you. That's the type of stuff that gets guys paid. If you make an all-NBA team, your contract jumps up a percentage. It's going to be crazy because you're going to see a guy who probably didn't deserve to be there, but he's in there because of the position. Absolutely. But it's weird. With guys like fucking DeRozan, it's like, oh, we could put him at forward and guard. It's like. You know, and Giannis, even Levine, Giannis plays center sometimes. So what's the point? Yeah. Like, and even with Levine, Levine plays point guard sometimes. And so does Demar. It's, it's great. And so does Demar. Yeah, Demar plays point guard. It's, too. I think it's just weird. I, the only good thing about the NBA All Star Game, it's not like the Pro Bowl where guys who make the All NBA team don't make the All Star team. Yeah, it's like it's like um, oh my god, the guy on Tennessee Simmons was his first name. One Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, all pro guy, no pro bowl. That makes sense, right? Perfect sense. <laughs> so tune in next week, guys. We're going to have our pro bowl ballot if we cared enough to do it. I, know. I did talk about the pro bowl that day that uh, um, Too Tall podcast. Brett. I blacked that out. Whenever I hear pro bowl, I black <laughs> out. I wanted to talk about the rosters. I thought it was cool. But um, that's going to do it for today's episode, man. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. Like I said, go ahead and hit that like button. Smash that subscriber button. If you guys are new to the channel, comment down below any thoughts that you guys have. Shout out to everyone in the live chat. Shout out to my brother, man. Love you. Audio listeners, shout out to you guys. Go ahead and five-star review. Write us a review. All that. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Max underscore Juan Cast. We are here live every Wednesday at about 5-ish p.m pacific time you know sometimes we're late sometimes we're early we get it done though and then for the recaps we're always here either sunday night or monday morning baby all right so look forward to those enjoy the games enjoy life max you have a good one we are out peace